Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Oh man, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am recording this from my brand new podcast studio, The Pod Cave, which is just another closet in my house. (laughs) Real fancy over here, but we did do some serious upgrades as far as equipment is concerned. I actually have a chair that I'm sitting in versus sitting on the floor. I have a mic again, so hopefully you can tell that the quality of sound is a lot better than previous episodes. I have a super fancy, cool, like, boom arm mic thing, so it just looks super legit. I have a desk. I got candles in here, my crystals in here. And more importantly, I am tucked away in a section of the house where people cannot hear me. I don't think we will be or you will be able to hear anybody else. And all of this is what I would hope is going to be a lot better of a listening experience for you. So yay. And this whole podcast studio upgrade situation is what inspired me to record this episode because what I did in terms of upgrading my podcast recording setup is something that I find myself doing or I will do often in my business when I feel like I'm not hitting or getting the results that I feel like I should or that I desire in whatever part of my business or if I feel like I'm in a slump. Oftentimes one or both of those things are happening. It is because I am not showing up as the person that shows up to get those results. Okay. Said another way, my actions do not match the actions of somebody who gets who actually gets those results. I'm not doing the right things. I'm not acting as if. I'm not fully stepping into the role or the version of me or somebody that hits that level of income, that gets that level of results, who has that top-rated podcast. So it's kind of anytime those things are happening, or again, if I'm in a slump, if I'm just not feeling it, it's usually because of that because I'm slacking in some way and I'm not giving myself the opportunity to fully lean into that to get those results. So this is something, this is a concept that I have been obsessed with ever since I first heard of it, this whole concept of stepping into the role and version of yourself that you aspire to be right now. I wanna say the first person I ever heard 
talk about it in this way. I think it was Sarah Dan. It might have been Katrina Ruth. These two, Sarah Dan was the very first person that I hired in my business, but I've always followed along with Katrina Ruth. I take her courses all the time. Just something about her resonates with me, and I just love how she coaches because she talks so much, I mean, mostly on the energetics of how you show up, how you feel, how you behave, and then taking the action. And something about that just resonates so deep with me. And anytime that I can remind myself of this and and get behind it first and then take action, I feel like I get much better results in whatever it is that I'm doing. And I have done this in my business since the very beginning. Well, I would say since when my business finally started working, which makes sense. My business started working, I started seeing results when I was stepping into and acting from a place of a true business owner, somebody who wanted or somebody who already had those type of results. So it's basically like fast tracking instead of doing what so many of us do right now or have done in the past, which is what I'll believe it when I see it. I'll invest when I have the money. I will lean fully into this job, this business, when when I have the money, when I have the results, right? We procrastinate the behavior and we press pause on the behavior until the results show up. But it's so backwards. How do you expect those results to show up? They're not just going to appear because you want them to. They're going to appear when you take those right actions, when you are an energetic match to the business owner or you know whatever it is that you're wanting to become. And there's that saying, what got you here won't get you there. And it's the same idea. You've reached this level where you are right now. But if you are wanting to grow and take it to the next level and beyond, what's required is a new version of you, so to speak. New ways of thinking, new actions, new behaviors, which then lead to the different outcomes, the things that you, the the new experiences and levels that you're wanting to experience. Okay, so here are some examples of how I have done this over the course of my business. And this extends through all areas of life. I've done this in relationships. As soon as I started acting differently and thinking differently and loving myself more and understanding my self-worth, I met my husband and I was able to see him as the good man that he was and lock that boy down. You know what I mean? Not let him go because I changed as a human. If I had met him a year prior, I don't know if we would be together today because I just I was totally different. So this is not just about business, it's about all different areas of business of life. But as far as business is concerned, here are the ways I've done it. So the first example that I can think of is when I pivoted my business from managing social media for bigger businesses to mentoring women like I do right now and doing all of the amazing fun things that I do now. That was my first example of doing this. 
this was me leaning into the type of business that I wanted to create and the type of business owner that I wanted to be. In my previous business, I was what I have told you many times, I was completely miserable. I didn't want to be miserable anymore. And I I tried for a good year and a half and I decided, okay, if if I want to change this situation, I need to change. I need to take action differently. And that looked like stopping the successful business that I had at the time and starting this one when I had no idea if it would work or not. It was a massive, massive leap and it got me to where I am today. So that's the first example. Another example, after I pivoted that business to what it is now, I still had clients that I was working for kind of as a freelance type situation, which was great because I was able to bring in some income before this, my current business was able to generate any. But the problem with that is I was a new mom. I already had such limited time and energy to put toward any kind of work. And when I had these clients, I was having to dedicate a big chunk of that time and energy to to their businesses. And it got to a point where I had to make the decision, okay, am I ready to fully leap, make this leap and and just burn the life rafts and just say, you know what, it's sink or swim at this point. That way I could fully devote all of my time and energy into what I really wanted to do. And I had to ask myself, like, what what would the six-figure business owner do in that situation? And the answer for me at the time was, okay, it's time to go full-time into this and to to bet on myself. And I did. And the first couple months were not fun. My business was in the red. I was stressed. Part of me wonders if, well, now, I mean, I see how it worked out. It was great. But when I'm giving advice to clients and they ask me what they should do, I'm always cautious to give that example and to tell them because it's obviously all of our situations are different. And luckily I had the income of Chris to lean on, but it wasn't a lot. And I was in a, a stressful situation because we were used to the income that I was bringing in from my first business, which was great. You know, I was making five figures a month by the end of it. And we were used to that. And then it just totally got cut off because I quit. So anyway, that was my unique situation. And I'm not saying that everybody should do that or that that's the right choice for everybody listening right now. If you are somebody who has a full-time job or a part-time job and you're building a side hustle, I'm not necessarily saying that you, like, in order to be successful, you have to take that leap. You have to quit the job and go all in. It's not what I'm saying at all. There are many, many examples of people who keep their their paying job or the, the job that's paying right now and grow their side hustle until their side hustle out earns their other job. They're, I mean, it's not impossible at all. I simply just wanted to do it faster. So my solution and my way to do that was to burn the lifeboats and jump in and make it work, period. I have also done this by launching certain programs like Mastermind or the Influence Income Formula 
charging the rates that I charge and the price points that I charge, these are all ways that at the time in the beginning, I fully had to act as if because I didn't have that confidence. When I first launched my mastermind, the imposter syndrome (laughs) that I was experiencing was ridiculous. Like, who was I to do that? And thinking back, honestly, I mean, they say, and I say this too, like, you can help somebody that you're just one step ahead of. And I was truly, truly just baby steps ahead of the people that I was, well, I guess if you factored in the experience that I had with social media, which I had a ton of experience and that's what I was coaching on. So I don't know. I just felt like the experience was there, but my own audience, because I built my brand from scratch, I had a small audience. I had very low engagement at the time. I feel like I didn't have the social proof of somebody who was worthy to launch a a mastermind or to charge the rates that I did. But luckily I had hired my first coach, like I said, Sarah Dan, and she helped me work through this. And this was something that I, I worked through. The version of me who was hitting the levels of income that I wanted to hit and who showed up as the type of business owner that I wanted to show up as, she didn't bat an eyelash charging these rates. She, of course she had a mastermind. Of course she had a signature program. So that was another way that that I leaned in and had to act as if before I was necessarily, quote, ready. Hiring help in my business. Holy cow. This was, and in life. The first time that I did this, and it was such a moment, it was such like a colossal moment for me, was when we hired cleaners for the house. And in one of my very first podcast episodes, the one where I talk about having like a mental breakdown, it was because I was trying to build this business and take care of crews and be a good wife and and like take care of myself. And, you know, I was a brand new mom and it was just, I was trying to do too much and I was burning the candle at both ends and something had to give and it was either going to be my business or something in my life. And I decided, why do I have to choose between those things? That's ridiculous. I should be able to have a business, a successful one and be a good mom, and be a good wife, and have a clean house. Like, I wanted it all. But the solution was I had to do something differently. And I already had maxed out my time and energy for the day, so I needed to bring on some help. And it was it was a scary moment because at the time, we could barely afford it, but I felt so strongly that it was going to win me back time and energy, which I would then funnel back into my business, which would make me more income. And sure enough, it did. So that was the first thing that I did as far as like hiring help in my life. And then outsourcing this podcast to Caitlin and Philip was a big move and me acting as the business owner that I aspired to be. Hiring Kate now, the same Kate, as my business strategist slash biz manager. Talk about like an up level in behavior because 
prior, and this is something I'm actively working on. I've shared with you in many episodes. (laughs) Something that I struggle with so much is delegating in my business. I struggle with perfectionism. I totally struggle and deal with the thoughts of, well, I know my business best and nobody can do it as good as me, which is baloney. And it's just something that I'm actively working through and officially bringing on Kate in that supportive role and handing things off to her. It has been such a joyful, expansive experience. I cannot even tell you. It is the best money I've ever spent. I get excited to pay her because I'm so thankful for what she brings to the table. And I'm also proud of myself for finally getting my head out of my you-know-what and bringing on support. And just from doing that has grown my business already. And it's only been like a month, month and a half. So that's been really exciting. I've already talked and mentioned investing in coaches and mentorship for me, that has been a way for me to to skip steps and to save a ton of time and kind of, kind of quantum leap into the type of business and business owner that I want to be. I did that through investing in programs and coaches. Starting this podcast was a big lean-in moment for sure because I started this podcast two years ago back before I was even a six-figure business owner, Okay. I named this podcast Six Figure Influencer before I myself was making six figures. Now, to be fair, I had earned six figures in my previous business and a lot of that, you know, the things that I did on there was social media, but yeah, talk about acting as if. That is, if that's not acting like a six-figure business owner by literally naming your podcast Six-Figure Influencer, I don't know what is. And now I have a business that's earned multiple six figures. So that's a great example. And then last but not least, another example for you of how I have leaned in, stepped into the roles and versions of myself that I aspire to be and quote, acting as if has been the upgrading and rebrand of this podcast. I had noticed that I was kind of slacking with podcasts, especially with podcast production. Well, not production because I outsource that. But I guess the the recording of it, the creation of it, over the past few months, I've totally slacked on that. And what that looked like was a lot of rushed recording or super last minute recording, which of course is not what I want to do because that might mean that the quality of the content isn't what I want it to be for you, but also that's not nice to my team of people who are waiting on me to edit this. And it just got into this cycle where for, I mean, months, not even months, gosh, we probably say years now. I would be getting in all of my podcasts super, super, super last minute or past deadline. I'm so embarrassed to say that. And I was wondering why, because it wasn't that I didn't enjoy podcasting because I truly do. I love this mode of getting out information to you. And the podcast has been great for me business-wise and, you know, reaching more of you. I mean, it's been fantastic. So I knew it wasn't because I didn't enjoy podcasting. So 
I kind of had to look at my behaviors and how I was showing up around it. And the way I was behaving in terms of my podcast was not of somebody who has and runs a successful podcast. I didn't even have a mic for this podcast for the for over a year now because Cruz had gotten a hold of it and like tore my old mic apart. And I just, I was like, whatever. I just, I don't even, I'll be in a closet anyway. It'll be quiet. I would sometimes you'd he- use headphones, but it was that level of, I guess, laziness would be a good word for it that then saturated the, the rest of my behavior and the, the way that I showed up, right? Rushing the recording, recording late, getting it out late. It was just this lack of pride that I didn't mean to have because I'm so proud of, of what I put out for you all and, and I want to be. And I want to, I want this to be successful. I want to be able to monetize the podcast one day. I want to be able to reach mass amounts of people and maybe be rated on some charts, uh, charts at some point. So that was something that I recently have been reflecting on. I was like, why is this happening? Oh, well, look at how I'm behaving. Look, like I want to have this great podcast that reaches hundreds of thousands to millions of people, but look how I am treating it and behaving. I'm not acting like a podcaster that gets those level of results. So I sat my butt down. I got on Amazon. I got me a good mic, which by the way, for anybody who podcasts and needs a mic recommendation, for what I can tell, this one, I really like it. I mean, I've been listening to a little bit of this playback and it comes highly recommended by Philip, who is the producer of this podcast, but it is the Sure brand, S-H-U-R-E-M-V-7 podcast microphone. Like I said, I got it on Amazon. It hooks right up to the computer. You don't need any fancy equipment. So that's nice. Uh, so I like that. Like I said, I got the little boom arm thing, which was a recommendation whenever I was buying the mic, you know how Amazon will make those recommendations for you. So I just got one of those. I got a super simple, affordable desk that I could fit in here. And I've made my little space. And this is me investing in this part of my business so that I feel good when I show up here and create for you, right? I want to feel good. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be sitting on the floor. And y'all, here's the thing. For a while, that's how it had to be. I didn't have the money to invest in a fancy mic or this kind of setup. I didn't have the space. In our old house, we didn't have the space. We didn't have a guest room with, with a closet that I could sit and record. You have to do what you have to do. But as you grow, it's good to pause and take inventory and ask yourself, okay, am I on the trajectory that I want to be by behaving in this way and taking these this level of actions? Or am I maybe on the verge of plateau or already plateauing or maybe even dipping because I haven't switched it up or I haven't adjusted my behavior accordingly to match the energy of that growth. So for me with this podcast, it was time. It was well past time. I should have done this a long time ago. So this was my my last 
example of finally stepping into the type of business owner and the podcaster that I want to be. Okay, so those are all of my examples. So many examples, okay? And I'm telling you right now, this is how I've gotten to where I am right now. And I know it's not like necessarily anything to write home about yet, right? Like I'm not a million dollar business owner, but I fully believe that I will be one day if I continue to do these things and check in and adjust my behaviors and continue to act as a business owner and think and make decisions and take actions as the business owner who makes multiple six figures and then makes seven figures and beyond. Because the business owner that makes seven figures certainly does not think the way that I do. And I'm working on that too. That's something I'm actively working on. What do I need to believe that would be in alignment with a seven-figure business owner? How does a seven-figure business owner act day-to-day? What actions in her business does she delegate? What's her energy levels? How does she take care of herself? This isn't just like business-related tasks. This is, it extends to your, again, your relationships, how your self-care, your self-love and self-worth, all of it goes into what you create in your world. So that's what I've done. This is what I'm doing. And you can do this too. I I highly encourage you to do this too. If you are wanting to grow your business and get to the next level, you need to ask yourself, what does that person at that level, what does she do and think? And how does she behave? And all those things that I just said. You can do this. And I know that a lot of the examples that I gave for myself required monetary investment or some sort of monetary risk. And maybe that's where you're at, or maybe what you need to do doesn't require money just yet. Maybe you fully leaning into the type of business owner that you aspire to be looks like showing up on social media more or showing up more confidently investing more time into whatever you consider your craft, whether that's blogging, podcasting, stories, if you want to be an influencer, you know, it could be taking care of yourself physically and mentally. Maybe it does look like investing into some sort of support for the household or your business. The point is, This doesn't always look like something that requires money. Oftentimes, and I've seen this, and I couldn't give every example for myself here, but I'm sure I have countless examples of just small, energetic changes in how I show up that has yielded me such different experiences and results, the the kind that I actually want to create. And an example, the first example that comes to mind is like faking it until I made it, right? On stories, showing up like a boss, like somebody who has something to say, somebody who has created something that she's proud of before she's necessarily done it. I had to do that. 
I had to, if I wanted people to hire me as their mentor or join my mastermind back whenever I first offered these things and back before I necessarily had that confidence built up, if I wanted somebody to book with me, I couldn't show up as how I really felt inside, which was an imposter or somebody who was nervous or somebody who was worried somebody was judging me or making fun of me. If I showed up like that, I would have never made a dime in my business. I fully believe that because why would anybody hire somebody like that? So just that energetic, it's such a small shift sometimes. And how you do that is before you go on to stories, before you hit go live or write the blog or send the DM or whatever that looks like for you, you do a check with yourself. Hey, who are you? Who are you about to show up as? The old version of you or the future version of you? She's there. She exists. And you can lean into that energy right now. And when you do that, you start getting those level of results. Yeah, that tip alone is game changing. So next time you go in your stories or again, whatever it looks like for you, whatever you're about to create or reach out to somebody, ask yourself, if somebody, if I were the business owner who had this many people on my team, how would I reach out to this person? If I was a business owner who was already making X amount of income, how would I write this post? If I was already the business owner who had this many subscribers or who had this much experience or this level of confidence, how would I word what I'm about to say? It's probably going to be different, even if it's just slightly different than what you would say or write before checking in. This works. I promise you. It's so simple, but it really, really works. And another thing that I recommend that you do is get out a piece of paper, get clear on what you want to create, whatever that looks like, the type of business, the level of income, team, whatever, all the things, everything. What do you want to create? Get clear on it. Know that you can do it. It is possible. If you want it, if it feels pure in your heart that you really, really want it, you can make it happen. Cool. Okay. Write it down and then write out the beliefs, the actions, the thoughts, the behaviors that somebody who has that level of results, what would they do? What would they think? How would they behave? Write it out and then keep that, like read it every morning. I can't tell you how many mornings I wake up and I catch myself scrolling or wanting to skip a workout or just some some sort of self-sabotage because it's early and I'm defaulting into some old programming, some old habits. And that that's some, gosh, go and listen to Dr. C's, Dr. Cynthia Kempinski's interview that I did just a couple of episodes ago, um, The Science of Self-Sabotage and How to Stop It Fast, because that episode goes into how our brains operate and how we self-sabotage. And long story short, we have these default programs and these programs that we've learned and you know that's created all of our habits and how we behave since since a child and you have to upgrade those just like you would upgrade a computer or a phone to new updated 
programming with the times, you need to do that with your brain too. And if you're not careful, it's so easy to fall back into that default programming in those old habits. So I'll catch myself doing this in the mornings or sometimes in the afternoon when I'm tired and I have to remind myself, whoa, 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 this is not, no, we're not doing this anymore. This is not the version of me that that I am. I'm this version. And having that piece of paper, and I do, I've done this myself. I do this often. I just did this. I will go and I will read just as a reminder to kind of pump myself back up and, and just again, remind myself like, oh, okay, this, this is how I'm thinking. This is how I'm operating now. And the longer you do that, you start forming those new habits and then you start actually changing as a human being physically, mentally, energetically, which then what? Creates the outcomes you actually want to create. This is how it works. If you're not hitting the goals or getting the results that you want, ask yourself if you are showing up as a person who does get those results. If the answer is yes, cool, keep going because it might take a little bit of time. If the answer is no, adjust accordingly. Okay. I love you. I hope this was helpful for you. If so, please let me know. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves. You could take a screenshot of this and share it out to your people and make sure that you tag me. You could leave a review if you wanted to. All are great ways to let me know that this was helpful for you and always are super, super appreciated. So anyway, thank you so much for your time. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves, and or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.